it's the life lesson. Mega mind, do the mega body. The host, Jace, Max. We the lab proof. Come chill with Jason Lex, the Life Lab crew, motivating, educating, and empowering you to discover change with the mixed components of two physical, emotional, and spiritual breakthroughs in the Life Lab, where we keep it 100, spitting the truth, teaching elements of success, and it's all about you. What's up? What's up? Happy Monday. Happy Monday, my brother. brother. (laughs) You said that with such enthusiasm. I love it. Um, How are you doing? Today is a beautiful day. It is a beautiful day. For those people who are tuning in, uh, my name is Jace and my buddy is Lex. Lex. (laughs) Lex. And we are your hosts of the Life Lab. In today's show, we're talking about the power of stories with Mr. David Fink coming on later. So shout out to all those storytellers and happy Pride Month for all those people um, who are celebrating Pride because I know y'all been celebrating um, all over. June is Pride Month. So a couple things before we get started. We normally do our little Monday check-in. I'm sorry, y'all saw my head on the FaceTime here. Apologize for that. Um, We normally do our Monday check-in, man. So you always tell me I asked you to go first about your Monday. So I'm going to start this week. And give my little check-in. I want to hear it. I want to hear it. All right. Uh, So um, honestly, my Monday, was it was a typical day at work. Nothing fancy happened today. I'll be honest with you all. this was a real chill day uh, because I have a conference tomorrow, so I will be spending time um, doing some work on a conference. So it wasn't really, you know, typical Monday um, in the Y world. For those who don't know, I work for the YMCA and typical Monday in the Y world. Nothing fancy happened. However, I had a bomb weekend. That's all that really matters. I had a bomb weekend and I spent time um with my lady and um, enjoy some of this beautiful 90 degree weather that we had here in Chicago. Um, And that rejuvenated me to prepare for Monday and this work week. So I ain't really had nothing going on y'all. None. None. Lex, what about you, lady? That's like the shortest check-in you've ever had. had, Cause I ain't have nothing going on in my life. Can we get a like a gratitude like a shout gratitude out something? Shout out something? Oh yes, gratitude. Um, well, I am grateful for life, love, and people. Um, I have been surrounded by so much love. I, I want to say just over the last uh, few weeks. And I, I, I'm really grateful for my body, to be honest with you all. Maybe that's my Monday check-in is for those who hear my story or know my story. Um, I'm a person that lives with lupus, and sometimes it can be a little bit hard on the body. And um, I don't have the energy or motivation to do much. But I've been on a runner's high, um, thanks to my BFF, Anna Deshaun, um, for giving me, just planting the seed um, of running in my life. And so... I've been on a runner's high, and I PR'd this past weekend, and that was an exciting thing because I got eight miles in in 58 minutes, y'all. Shut up. I did it. I killed it. And I was excited because I killed it. And then that was, like, the highlight of my weekend. That was one of my highlights, rather. Um, But I'm grateful for health. health. I'm grateful for health. And, um, yeah, peace of mind. Y'all can't see all these faces, huh? Peace of mind. That's all good things. That's all good things. (laughs) It is. It is. Yeah. All right, buddy. Now your turn. Your check in. (laughs) Well, I have to say I I am am feeling extra grateful grateful 
you know, I always you know, try to get energy gratitude too, but, but I have, I have been, been the recipient of a miracle. Of a miracle. Hmm. Um, um, I, I had eye corrective surgery last Thursday. And for some of you know me, you know, I have worn glasses, worn glasses or contacts for 30 years. And I could not see shit. Could not see shit. (laughs) So, I mean, I literally, I I could not see anything three inches from my face. So, So I had corrective surgery um, through the generosity of some of my family members helped me. Um, achieved that, and I, you know, was taken care of by my partner and my friends, and I can see y'all. I can see. It's like I feel like I have the touch of a miracle. I think that's awesome. I mean, to go from wearing glasses for 30 years and then having a surgery that allows you to have a different experience. I think it's awesome. And I'm happy that your family and friends were able to rally around that and support you on that, man. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, been, it's a game changer. Seriously, I can't. I just feel like I will be able to enjoy life and a whole life. Yeah, go ahead. So go ahead and get you some fresh sunglasses. I'm going to go ahead and plug Chaos Collections. Uh-oh. Y'all don't know. I have to follow some of those. Chaos Collections on the gram, on Instagram, man. She got some bad sunglasses. I mean, they they hot on this side of the river. Ain't no, ain't no river. I don't know what the fucking river's at. But on this side. <laughs> <laughs> I like this side of the river. We in Chicago. In Chicago. Well, but you can order them online. Chicago, you know. Chicago, you know. Huh? There is, I know. <laughs> They always paint it or uh, dye it green at some point in life. Um, Which seems man, really so unhygienic. Really but but it, we not even going to go there because <laughs> it is bad. <laughs> it is bad. Um, super excited, though, we're talking tonight. And I guess we need to get the groove on, you know what I'm saying? We need to set the tone for what's going on, you know. Oh, yeah, and, we always get oh, the yeah, groove. We, we need to get it hyped. And, and – Storytelling is real. Storytelling is real. I'm I'm excited about everything. Everything we're gonna talk about. But um I don't even know what we're gonna listen to right now. I wanna listen to a lot of things, but I'm gonna play a song. The first thing I'm gonna play for y'all is a little intro. A little song, song, a little intro, yeah now. Cause we ain't got no problems. So I'm going to play Chance the Rapper from Chicago. Represent, because why not? This is Chance the Rapper, 2 Chains, Lil Wayne, and No Problems. Yup. Yup. If one more label try to stop me, it's going to be some dread Yeah. 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 Yeah.
passion School of hard knocks I took night classes You don't want no problem with no problem with me My soda pulled up, my woes up, I'm flipping those bucks, they do it so tough. I roll up and let the smoke puff, I lay down toes up, hold up, get too choked up, and I think for old stuff. Move on, put my goons on, they kidnap newborns. In the streets, my face a coupon, her pussy too warm. All these bitches come to do harm, just bought a new charm. Fuck a watch, I buy you new arm, you lukewarm. I'm Uncle Luke with the hoes. Pretty bitches to the foes, tipping tools around my crib in they rolls, just they rolls. Half a million to safe, another in the pillowcase. Coding got me moving slower than a caterpillar age. But run with you, what you were thinking, what you thought it was. I just pop out purpose and only caught a buzz. And if that label try to stop me, they gon' be some crazy Weezy fans waiting in the lobby. No like So that was Chance the Rapper, No Problem, featuring 2 Chain, Lil Wayne. Hey, we like it, you know. We like it. We like it. Good oh, little, I love that song. Oh, I love that song. Dab a little bit, a little bit. Dab, whatever they call it, the young kids. See, I'm old and I can't keep up. I don't know what the young people are doing these days. I just see them, like, doing this all the time. You can't see me, but I'm over here pretending to dab. I think it's called dab. It might be dap, like D-A-P. Anyway, it doesn't really matter. Um, <laughs> I can talk about it forever. So, if you're just joining us, we're talking about the power of story. Um, Can you hear me? With David Fink. And really excited about um, him coming on the show later and talking about the platform that he created for LGBTQ storytellers. So, if you're tuning in, make sure if you haven't heard of Outspoken, Google it. and if you are in the Chicago area and you want to share your story, there are so many platforms for you to go ahead and share your story. We would love for you to come on here and even share your story, yo. Like, why not, you know? Um, yeah, so it's with that, yeah, it's you have to check out the schedule. Make sure you go yes. to Sidetrack. Side what is it? What once is a it? month? Once a month. It's once a month on Tuesdays. And I want to say, and I should know this, but I feel like it's the third it might be the first or the third Tuesday of the month. I need. I think it's the first Tuesday of the month because it's always typically on a day where I have a board meeting. So I believe that's the first Tuesday of the month. Um, and I'm going to check. But if you all are interested, like I said, in showcasing your story, you can find all of David's information um, that will be on our page. So you can just continue to follow us on the Life Lab and you'll be able to know where it is. So excited about it. Um, excited about his platform and what they're doing over there, Outspoken. And like I said, there are other shows um, that you could be a part of um, and platforms, but he does an amazing job. And the next one that he has coming up is going to be a July 11th. Did I read that right? July 11th. So Tuesday, July 11th will be the next one. Um, So yeah, it's the first Tuesday of every month. So they're probably having on the 11th, I think the first Tuesday this coming uh, in July is probably going to be holiday, uh, July 4th. So the 11th makes sense, y'all. So it's normally the first Tuesday every month. So make sure that you do it. Doors open at 6. There is no cover. 
Um, the shows and stories start at seven. So definitely, if you got something to say, please definitely go ahead and share your story, man. We want to hear it. Um, so we're going to talk about a little bit about, you know, what my whole reasoning for this. Um, I got really excited. So Lex, I need you to time me though, because I want to make sure we stay on time here. I'm going to give myself five minutes, y'all. I got you. I got you. Thank you, buddy. Um, so we talk about the power of stories and one of the things that I'm a storyteller and I have a couple of stories that's out there in the waves and the radio radio waves. And my first opportunity to really, I want to say as an adult, tell a story was during the stoop um, for Lily B. Um, And it was a, it was a great story. It was a hard story. It was a heavy story. And that's probably one that you can follow and find. Actually, if you go to the stoop, you'll be able to find it archived and hear a little bit more about my life and understand a little bit more about me. But what I find that is so therapeutic about sharing your story and having a narrative that it opens you up to be more vulnerable to other people. So I never know who's going to hear something and be like, you know what, insert themselves into that situation and they've grown through it or they're growing right now and they can relate. And so when I create stories, what it really is about is for me, gives me an opportunity to dump. But more importantly, I think it allows me to you know, pull back some layers to my onion, so to speak, and um, process things that maybe I have suppressed in my life and give a voice to it. Um, I, there's a lot of trauma, and I, I've experienced a lot of trauma as a young person, and being able to have a platform to talk about it and talk through it <laughs> on a stage with complete strangers watching and listening is, is, is very interesting. But for me, I find it to be, um, it, I'm allowed to release if that makes sense. And, um, to be vulnerable on stage takes a lot of courage. And my hope is that I can motivate and inspire other people to share their story and know that they're not alone. So all of what I've experienced is unique to me, but we can insert ourselves in, in people's stories all the time and knowing that we're not alone. Um, so we're, we're talking about pride month right now. And there's so many people I believe right now who cannot tell their story, who cannot celebrate openly um, because of all different kind of outside, outside of them factors. Right. And so I think it's like, this is the time right now when we are thinking about our own courage and um, even some of our privileges um, that we are in a, the free world, they say, here in America, um, to have opportunities to be able to be free in this way and live all, our authentic selves. And I think that goes to the narratives. So, I don't really have a lot to say. What I want to say, though, is that um, I'll be doing a story coming up soon um, for an organization. Um, I'm like, I should tell y'all what it is so y'all can, like, know. But I'm over here like, I'm going to do a story. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to be doing a story soon in the next couple of weeks, actually, um, for Story Club um, on the South Side. And it's going to be a Saturday, I believe it's a Saturday event. Um, so excited about that. And um, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to sharing it with people and working on it right now as we speak. Um, and it's just one more, one more peel of the onion. So I'll be posting that story likely so that you all can hear it. Um, but really excited. So that's all I got. That's all I got, Lex. I ain't got nothing exciting. What's up, Brandy? I ain't got nothing I don't, exciting. I don't, I, don't, I don't accept that. <laughs> what? Nothing you exciting, nothing exciting. exciting. And you're talking and about you're the talking power about of storytelling? storytelling? You know, I'm a, I'm a songwriter. And I feel like... Okay. But okay. I'm going to need you to give us something... You're going to post the story. Whatever it is. I need a teaser. I need something powerful. I need something powerful. Oh man, I'm going to post the story. Um, 
I was going to try to play a couple. I was trying to find an old story of mine, y'all. Um, and I couldn't get the okay, sound. Tell okay, tell me this. Tell me this. What was the what hardest was thing the about, hardest being about being vulnerable and truthful in the storytelling process? Mm, the hardest thing about being vulnerable and truthful in the storytelling process was, wow. I think the hardest thing for me was definitely sharing my narrative in a standing room only group. Um, It was hard because I didn't know how people would respond to me. Um, I think the first time I talked about trauma, um, and I'm going to share a little bit with you, it was about rape. The first story I shared was about rape, and rape is hard, and um, it brought up so uh, much pain in me, but it was also really releasing and was therapeutic, and um, I had a captive audience um, because I have a way of not causing any triggers in the audience. Like, I, I give you a warning. I give you a trigger warning, let you know that you need to be prepared for what I'm going to say, that you might be uncomfortable at moments um, when you listen to some of my stories. But um, I think the hardest part was reliving that experience to be able to articulate it in a graceful way to show the growth of me getting over it and growing through it. That was the hardest part. That was it. That's boring, but it's real. That was that's amazing. That was, that's amazing. I mean, that's such a vulnerable thing to talk about to anyone, particularly strangers, and in a room where all eyes are on you, and to be able to tell them in a way that feels not only like not okay, okay to talk about, but like you said, therapeutic, healing, positive. It's something um, that we don't talk about in our society and why keeps happening. So kudos so, to you kudos for to doing you that for yourself, that for but yourself, also making it okay, okay, making this, creating the space for it to talk about. Yeah. I, um, thank you. You know, I, I just, I believe, I think my time is up, but I definitely believe that there's just so many opportunities for us to share that can be life-saving for other people. And um, I think it's important for us to continue to remember that. Like, you know, like it may be unique to us, but other people will have similar experiences and and people, they will not only just have similar experiences, but folks can relate and they, mm-hmm. we become human <laughs> and we're like, yo, mm-hmm. I'm not alone. Uh-huh. And that, that human factor, I think, is the real factor that we miss. Sometimes we think we're we're the only one going through it when we realize, like, no, there are so many other people that are going through it. And that word and that how you said it, it hit home, and I got something from it, and I grew from it, mm-hmm. um, and I allowed myself to heal, you know. And I think for me, you know, as I present, you know, I'm an African American man. Men don't talk about rape. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, or emotions, you know, like it was real. And I mean, in the situation, I mean, I, I, there, there were moments of funniness because as it was happening, I'm be honest with y'all, it was statutory rape. So I was, I was 15 and the woman was 35. She was the same age as my mama. And um, when you hear the story, you know, if you listen to it, if you find it, you would be like, man, he was going through it. Like I was enjoying it. I didn't, re- I didn't know no better. But I'm a, a youth worker, y'all, and um, I work with young people. And so the fact that I can't imagine myself being in a relationship with a young person, but yet I was the young person that was in a relationship with someone my age. Does that make sense? So that's a whole – so I screwed there, but yo, 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 E3 Radio, that was that, – I screwed everybody's head up with that one. But um, I had fun. I had fun, so I will keep y'all posted when my next one is. But Lex, what's your take, man? What's your take on it? You know, my flip. You know, my you know flip, I like to always do a counter perspective. Because I will say, that I, will say that 
I have, I have healed a lot healed through, a lot through telling, my own stories telling my own stories as well, as well. and just and even, just even you, know, you know, gosh, talking about gosh, feeling talking about some pain feeling and trauma and, and being, trauma able being able to just verbalize it verbalize in a safe space is really transforming. So I encourage all of you to take that opportunity. It doesn't have to be on a stage. Um, you know, it can be to a close friend. There are, you know, there to are support groups to, you know, for me, the most transformative experiences were um, peace circles. Um, there used to be, there are a lot in Chicago, but they're all over. And a friend of mine used to host, like, queer peace circles. And in that, small room that was designated to just talk about your own story in your own feelings and whatever, whatever it was that needed to get off your chest in a confidential environment, you know, not therapy, but just people who are also feeling to sit and listen was tremendously healing for me. And so it's that act of listening that I wanted to talk about because that has become one of my most powerful tools as a healer. Um, to listen um, to, to people, listen to, to create people, space, to create space for, them, for them, to for each other, to for, for us, for, for myself us, even, for but, myself, but to really listen to really and listen affirm and, and create, space, create space, a non-judgmental, non-judgmental loving, caring space, an ear and person to for people to tell their stories to. You know, I have really, I really use that as an intentional to, 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 you know, be there for know, people, there for to, help people them, to help them, you know, and because it's you know, always, we have always, this, a lot of us have this desire, desire to fix, help, help do, help, you know, when someone's going through it, and 90% of the time, people just need to help talk, you know, they need to listen to themselves talk, they need to have someone listen to them, to affirm them, to be like, it's not your fault. Or your feelings are valid. Or, you know, I understand where you're coming from. Or I don't understand where you're coming from. Please tell me. You know, I want to understand. So I want you to tell me. You know, just those simple acts, the act of listening is a profound and tremendously important way that we can, you know, heal and support each other. So, you know, as much as it is critical for us to tell our stories, you know, it is also critical for us to create space for people to tell those stories and to be active listeners and to be affirming and non-judgmental and, you know, view listening as an act, as something that we do actively that is transformative and important. And, you know, and, so many you know, times so people many just times want, to be, want to be heard. Literally, they just want to be heard. And, you know, and, you, you know, even you, when we, especially when we talk about politics, talk about politics and, and, you know, pain you know, and pain social, and social problems, problems, so much so of it is like, well, I just, like, I want a voice. I want someone to listen to what I have to say, you know. And we can do that for each other. Right. It's, I just, it's like a just, it's a, like truly a, just a truly powerful app. Powerful app. All right. This is true. Because it sounds like the audience like that, the you had that you had at Outspoken, at Outspoken you know, they were you know, they your were active your listeners. Active they listeners. helped you they helped you feel in that process in that by process, listening and by affirming and being intensive. They really They really did. I mean, they were, and I mean, I think that, you know, what I was saying was, like I said, it was hard to listen to at points because it, I think that if you maybe in rape, in rape culture, you, there are, we all know someone who has experienced that they have been a victim of it or know someone that's been a victim. Um, and I just feel like it hit home for a lot of people. And um, that's, 
I had a captive audience and it took courage. But when I got done, when I tell you when I got done, I felt like I I felt like I lost something like a year of my life was taken off of my chest. Does that make sense? Like I, I felt lighter. Um, I felt like something magical had happened inside of me. This is awesome. I'm, I really enjoy your perspective, Lex. I mean, you always bring, um, so much. You always bring so much to the world, brother. Um, we, need to, we, we need to hear a song. But what I want to do before we do, I don't, I don't want. I'm gonna play a short little snippet. Um, like I said, there's so many different platforms out here for you all to tune into and um, check out stories. Um, the Moth is a one another platform um, that has amazing storytellers and. I was able to find some um, archives of the moth, um, and so I wanted to play like a little funny one for y'all. It's like super funny, and I'm gonna see if I can find it here because I wrote it. And then I'm over humor is a wonderful way to find healing. Yes, humor is amazing, and I think that's. Oh no! I, there's two different titles of this. Let us. Let me see. So hold on for a second, people, good people, because apparently I want to make sure this this loaded correctly and that I'm not going to share a song, (laughs) but it has the same title, and that might be a little challenging here for me. Here we are. Um, So this is Can't Stop. It's someone from the moth. So enjoy it, and we'll be right back. It's a really quick break. Hi, what is your team name? What is your team name? Maya, after the famed early 90s R&B singer? Oh my god, I love that there are Maya fans, you guys. We have to talk so much about like Taylor Dane and shit later. Let's find each other. There's this whole realm of music, like late 80s, early 90s, like club R&B like that. Like the stuff that has like all the drum machine, it goes like... going to keep telling stories because this is our house. These are our rules. We can't stop. We won't stop. This is our party. We can do what we want. That was really fast. It was super quick, but there is something funny about it. Um, the one thing I like is when you're thinking about a story to tell, you know, make sure you can bring a person in visually to what you're going to share with them. Um, that's one of the things I find to be super helpful is to create these imageries, um, if that's how you say it, um, for folks. So excited about that one. It was funny. It made me laugh. Y'all might not be laughing, but I was over here laughing inside and on the outside. Um, but we're going to go to a quick break because we want to bring back our guy, David Fink. Super excited to have him on the show tonight. Y'all have no idea. Are y'all ready? Y'all ain't ready. I'm not going to say nothing for you. Um, but I want y'all to get ready for David Fink because we want to talk about, we want to talk about why he did this. And maybe, just maybe if we have a little time left. A little time. I might bless you with a little something, something I've been working on. Maybe, if you're lucky. Y'all think y'all lucky? Y'all don't know if y'all lucky. So we're going to take a little quick break real quick, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to have David Fink. So I want y'all to jam with me a little bit. Are y'all ready to jam? We need to, we need to dance. Bay is on my mind, and I'm going to do a dance for y'all because... 
What happened? What happened? At the New Orleans. At the New Orleans. <laughs> Why not? Why not? I'm back. I'm popular the man. Y'all haters corny with that Illuminati mess. Paparazzi catch my fly and my cocky fresh. I'm so reckless when I rock my Givenchy dress. I'm so possessive, so I rock his rock necklaces. My daddy Alabama, mama Louisiana. You mix that Negro with that Creole, make a Texas Bama. In my bag, swag. swag. Oh yeah, baby. Oh yeah, I. Oh, oh yes, I like that. <laughs> oh, you see, I know you came to slay. <laughs> Don't play with the girls, baby. I like cornbread and collard greens. Oh yes, you just to believe it. Y'all haters corny with that Illuminati mess. Paparazzi catch my fly and my cocky fresh I'm so reckless when I rock my Givenchy dress I'm so possessive so I rock his rock necklaces My daddy Alabama, mama Louisiana You mix that Negro with that Creole like a Texas Bama in my bag. Formation. Apparently, I don't even know what I'm dancing to. That was me <laughs> over here trying to do formation with Beyonce and the crew. With my paper towel. Hey. Can you hear me? Um, being hella weird. Oh, now he 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 know he was he was making me burn up in here. Now he wanna turn on the AC. Love you, roommate. Feeling good. Is Lex, did you you still there? I was jamming. I was jamming. Was you jamming, Lord? You was jamming. You know Beyonce is my girl. I do. I do. I do. I do know. I do know. And David is... I I know he's on here somewhere. He shared our video. So now we got to find him. (laughs) I don't see him in the queue. Uh, maybe he got lost. Maybe he in, got uh, lost. Beyonce, Beyonce 
I can't He he may have he may have got he may have gotten lost in the Beyonce, and I'm gonna see how I can have him call in. I'm here. All right, we see you here on the FaceTime, but call in to the. Uh, Call in to the number here. I'm going to give it to you. It's, oh, I'll call. Yes, thank you, sir. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Don't Want To, for call the station. You're so funny. Y'all, I love y'all over here. Y'all be keeping us right, keeping us right. At one point, we're going to get this commentary over here on this FaceTime. Um, we're going to get some banners and some blog talks, some easy radio stuff, so y'all not like, who, why is this man just talking to us about nothing? Um you finally made it before work. Yes, big homie. Excited, excited, excited. Um, apparently, I like paper towel containers. Um, so we're, we're talking, and we're going to have David come on in a minute. So, Lex, if you could just watch the queue so you can queue him up, that would be great. Uh-oh, he's calling my phone. Wrong number. No, don't call me. Uh oh. No. But she's so popular. But she's so popular. I am. I don't. I can't pick it up. Um. Let me. Let's drop. We gotta drop the number here. Uh oh, y'all. This is how we we love it. Shoot. We're just keeping it real. Yeah. Keeping it real. We are. We are. We there is never a dull moment ever on the um, E3 Radio site, so make sure that you all are always tuning in and enjoying where we are. Oh, I'm trying to multitask here, and we're working through it. <laughs> I'm gonna come back and listen to this. Be like, what was I doing? Nothing. You can tell me your favorite part of that formation video. My good. When y'all came When they came to Slay, I I mean, I love formation. Um, So good. I just, I was, to be honest, y'all, I'm I'm, going to really share. I'm not necessarily a fan of... um, I like Beyonce, but I wasn't like a Beyonce Bay fan type deal. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, I was a fan, but you know. And then there's a butt. And then there's a butt. <laughs> I was a fan for her beauty. But then but you I were like, like, I'm here for music. But Lemonade, when Lemonade came out, I think this is David here. When Lemonade came out, I was like blown away by all of it. So that's that's just mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. David, are you here? Hello? Hello? Hey, David, how's it going, man? It's going great. Sorry, I got a little confused with technology. Don't worry. Don't worry. We still have We're time. So glad to have you. Yes, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Really excited about it. So we're going to breeze through some of these questions. So if you can, um, first off, David Fink, the curator of Outspoken, we already kind of shared that a little bit, but also the founder of Acorn Theater in Three Oaks, Michigan, um, where he books live shows. So if you're ever looking for a venue in Michigan and you want to go and um, perform, get up with David so that you can be booked for a show there. And so, David, um, in addition to you sitting on a lot of non-for-profit boards, why Outspoken? What was the vision behind Outspoken? Why did you create this platform? Well, it started with well, it started Art Johnson with having, an amazing, Johnson having an amazing story. And I wanted him to, and tell, I it. Wanted him to tell it. And, he, and I brought him to a storyteller show, and he said, is there a show like this that's specifically like this LGBTQ? LGBTQ? And I said, I don't think so. I said, you want to do one? I said, sure. I said, sure. So we did the show in so a big part to get art to tell a story in public. Just that easy. Well, yeah. That's I mean, yeah, I had I mean, a vision for it, and it just all it took was making that happen. Yeah, 
And I feel like it's definitely um, every, every time I visited Outspoken, the crowd is amazing. And yep. you do an amazing job curating the show. So I want to say, like, in addition to, like, creating this platform community, what was the real, you know, Art, you wanted him to hear his story. But for LGBTQ, what do you think the importance of having this platform for that, for that group is? Well, there's a lot of stuff. First of all, I don't think the LGBT community is really a community per se. It's, a, it's really very group of people. With some things in common, some maybe, things in maybe, common little. maybe maybe little, but as yeah. human beings, we all have a lot in common. And if and you look at somebody look and at feel somebody, like you might not have anything in common with them, but you hear them tell a story, you can relate to them, and you see that as human beings, we all have stuff in common. And it takes away yeah. some of the fear of people that look different, and helps people connect and feel like they're part of the same Really part of the same community. Yeah, I do like that. We are all human beings, and um, you never really know how we are connected. Um, and there's a lot of power in stories for sure. So that is awesome. Exactly. Um, now, I'm. This is a selfish question because um, <laughs> I'm always just curious. You know, when you're curating the show. You don't do themes like I've seen a lot of other uh, storytelling platforms. They have themes for shows. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I guess the first question is, like, what are you looking for when, you, when you're curating? Like, what is the unique art to your version of curation? Well, I try to, well, have, a I minimum, try to have a minimum two people of color, two per, people show. Of color per show. I try to program, try for, to inclusion, program for inclusion, and I deliberately, and I deliberately don't, have don't have a theme because I want the show to be I varied. I want there to be some funny stories, some serious stories, 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 some heartfelt, some heartfelt, and each story to be yeah, really to distinct, be from really the distinct from the other. I think sometimes when you have, a theme, when you have a theme, you don't have you the variation in tone, and it makes a much better show when it's inclusive and varied. Yeah. I would have to I would have to agree with that because um, it just gives the, the the storyteller actually it just gives them so much free range to figure out where where are they what's their meter tonight and what what message do they want to share or, or come across. Right. Um, I actually ask right. people I not to tell just a coming out story. I mean, coming out could be part, of your, story, part of your story, but I don't want it to be a one note show. We have so many show. things we in our lives that we can talk about. So let's talk about a lot of things. Yeah, I think I definitely had that misconception of uh, <clears throat> what outspoken was prior mm-hmm. to coming to a show. I thought like, yeah, I'm gonna hear a bunch of coming out stories and hear everybody do that. Um, but was like excited to know that like, no, this is really just people sharing funny shit that's going on in their lives or that has happened to them. Um, what has been the one of the most rewarding things about having this platform? Well, well comments that people make to me and all the people, people that come up and thank me for doing this, people that come every that month come every and say they feel like they, they don't they fit, in, like places, they don't fit in, in places, but they fit in here. Um, my mother, um, who's in her 80s, said that outspoken changed her because she doesn't judge people so much on their appearance after hearing stories. Wow. That's really cool. Yeah, we had a, yeah, we had a, I don't know, a psychiatrist or psychologist in the audience who said that you normally have to know somebody really well for at least five years before you get this level of intimacy that people are getting just for being in the audience. Yeah. There's value to that. That is, that is you know what, and I think earlier in the show today, me and um, Lex was just talking about, you know, really being vulnerable and um, when you're on the stage and sharing, you know, that's one of the things that we find that it's difficult sometimes it's like, Ooh, I'm being super vulnerable, you know, with a bunch of strangers. Um, that's true, but they're supportive strangers. Yeah. They, I love it. I love that. Like you said, you have the regulars who find that this is a place, the community for them to come and, um, support one another. 
Um, and it's a very, like, the audience is bomb, y'all. So, like I said, if you are interested in sharing a story, I'm sure that you can reach out to David, and he'll give you some minutes to do so. Now, yeah, when we're starting, it's like, talk, talk to Art and Kim Go ahead, and Brad, Brad. All of us are working on the show. He said, I want the show to feel like it's a great party, like a cocktail party. And all the people in the audience were invited guests. And the storytellers are really interesting guests that they get to meet. And so that's yeah. kind of so the vibe we try to create. We try to talk to people just one-on-one when they're there. They make people feel welcome and comfortable and have a relaxed environment. Yes. I've had several friends share their stories. We got some people following us on the Facebook Live right now and said it was, they shared their story and it was an amazing experience. So we all applaud the work that you're doing and the platform that you've created um, to give voice um, to folks within community um, but all you said, we're humans and we're connected. Would you like to share one of your, or maybe one of, give us a little background of maybe one of your favorite stories that you heard over the year? Oh my gosh, oh there's my so gosh. many. There's so many. A lot of times, my favorite, times stories, my are favorite stories are ones that are kind of historically kind of interesting. interesting. Like a guy talking, like a guy about, talking about getting divorced getting and his divorced kids being taken away with no visitation because he was considered a pervert. And then when the then Psychiatric when the Association psychiatric removed homosexuality, homosexuality from the list of mental illnesses, mental illnesses it changed his whole, changed his whole um, relationship with his kids. There's one story. I was going to say, a woman talked about going shopping for clothing the day after segregation became illegal and how different it was, the experience was. And you look at this woman, and she's not that old, and you think, this is not that long ago. And it seems like history, but it's not really old history. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That is like some deep experiences. And I feel like hearing something like that, especially about the guy being a pervert, and then thinking that they took homosexuality off of the list. Like, it's like, I feel sad for him, but like, whoa, that's like awesome too, that he had a, an opportunity to be the father to his children. Um, yeah. It's like really deep. And I think that's the part, the human part that makes it so real. Lex, what do you, what do you, you any questions for David? Did I lose him? Maybe I'll tell you. Sometimes I think that the best stories are not necessarily the stories that are really crafted so well and smooth, but they're the ones that really come from the heart. And when the storyteller is done, you feel like you know them. Yeah, that to me, that's the ones. Yeah, I think speaking from the heart is is where to go anyway. I like pulling on some hard strings with a little bit of humor. So, what can we expect? in the future for Outspoken? Are you trying to grow this platform? Do you like it the size that you, you're trying to do more? You know, I know you're a busy man, but can we, can we expect more? Well, we're hoping to do a podcast at some point. We've recorded all the stories. stories. So that's kind of something that we're we're working on a little bit. Working on a little bit. Uh, I'm hoping uh-huh. to have hoping a culture, have reader, a culture work with me work with me and change and out the culture so that so the that programming stays varied and, and we get kind of different influences in the storytellers. So that's how I want to change things up moving forward. Well, I, I'm getting a message from our E3 radio host, uh, owner i'm like ceo person over here and anna deshawn and anna has opened up e3 radio and she says yo david you should do outspoken on e3 radio let's do it let's talk um okay definitely a platform that we would love to to have um you co-create with us here on the radio um i think it's awesome if people want to get more involved, um, maybe to be, to be a co-curator or to submit a story, how can they go about doing that? Well, my email is well, davidfinkacorn at gmail.com. Gmail. Send me an email. Send me an email. Just that simple, y'all. All you got to do is send them an email. 
Any final thoughts, David, for the good people on the radio waves? Yeah, everybody should tell yeah, their stories. Tell, tell it to your stories. friends. Tell, tell it to friends. people, you, people meet. you meet. There's great value in sharing, great value your, stories. In sharing your stories and listening to other people's, yeah, listening stories. To other people's stories. There is great value. Now, did you have a – we got a few more minutes. Did you have a story that you wanted to share with us? I'm putting them on the spot. Uh, sh- uh, sure. sure. I mean, I could talk about, I mean, I could talk about that um, – when I first started, I first started coming out, I was not comfortable, was not comfortable with, in a gay environment. It was all foreign to me. But I was fairly comfortable in a sports environment. So I ended up so joining ended up a joining gay, gay softball, softball team, team sponsored by Sidetrack. <laughs> and no. one of the guys on my team, on my team was a medical a student in Northwestern. One of the guys was a Married to a cop, to a they, both cop. they both looked very looked manly very and would manly never think either one was gay. There's one guy that There's had, one guy that had um, um, he was awkward, awkward sports wise because he was left handed and the nuns and his, and his parents would tie his left hand behind his back to make him become right handed. So athletically, it was athletically a little bit off. But it was a great group of guys. We ended up winning every game. And the championship, and that, the championship season. that season. And when I, and kind, when of I kind of researched to see what happened to some of these guys, I found that only found out of the 12 guys on the, the team, plus, on the the coach, team plus, the coach, plus the coach, only four of us are still living because this was in the 80s. And AIDS was kind of anti-Darwinian. It was the demise of the fittest. Yeah. The most attractive most people attractive seem to be the ones to go first. And although there are rules in baseball and umpires, when it came to AIDS, nothing was fair. Wow. That's a deep story, but it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, thank, thank you for sharing a little bit of yourself with us. Thank you for coming on to the radio show and um, creating this platform for folks to share I had an amazing time um, being a storyteller, and I know a lot of my friends did too. So we are looking forward to this continued partnership um, and to to continue to spread the word about what you're doing. 90 seconds. Of course, it's time for me to go. We support everything that you're doing, and we're really excited about it. Happy Pride Month, David. Um, You too. Thanks. You're the best. Thanks. You're the best. All right. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Take care. Take care. Bye-bye. You heard it, y'all. That was David Fink, um, who joined us, the curator of Outspoken here in Chicago, which is an LGBTQ um, platform for storytellers. Um, seconds. It's not about being the out. It's not about out. It's a platform for everyone to talk about life, to talk about our human nature, the things that make us tick the things that make us sad, the things that make us real, the things that make us feel, you know? So excited. If you want to tune in and you're looking for a place to share your story, it's the first Tuesday of every month at Sidetrack here in Chicago. But there are other platforms as well. And David also said that they're going to be curating and and putting together a podcast. We want them here on E3 Radio. So if you feel like you have a show idea and you're an LGBTQ person and you want to come and Join the network. Please email me at the lifelabradio at gmail.com. We will talk seconds. more about what we have going on. We would love to have you join the team. Remember to support, support other shows. We have Angie Harvey and the Q Crew joining um, on tomorrow. And then we, dang, I messed that one up. We have Angie Harvey helping grown folks grow up. And we have the Q Crew on Thursday. And Deshaun and the Q Crew on Thursday with her radio wife, Brandy, a.k.a. Lashes. So super excited. Don't be, I know y'all be I'm trying to get my worries all together. Um, so make sure that y'all join and, and keep keep going. Share this video if you like it. Yo, come over here and dance. We all about formations. So make it a good week, good people. We love you guys. And thank you, thank you, thank you for joining. And we'll be back in two weeks. Peace. Such an awkward moment. I was not ready. What? I had 159 views. <laughs> Shit. Hell yeah. 
wasting my beer trying to dance. I need to figure out how to share this on my own page. Oh, I know how to do it. I need to log out of So this setup works. Next time I know, I just need to get a pillow for my chair. I never did because I ain't had time because I had to pee. I couldn't do both. I couldn't go get the pillow, go pee. Oh, And um, that shit drained the hell out of your battery, man. I need to get my stuff together for my day tomorrow. Thank you. 